had certainly been a shock. But what still left him with a nasty taste in his mouth had been the confirmation that if only Charlie had been the sort who could have concealed his preference for men, he might have returned to his regiment, been killed or maimed, and nobody would have given a damn. The night porter leapt to his feet as he saw his master approach. He opened his mouth, as though about to say something. But one look was all it took to have the man hand him his cane, open the door for him, and scuttle back to his chair without uttering whatever objection he had been about to raise. Lord Ledbury heaved a sigh of relief as he stepped outside. He'd done all his grandfather had asked of him, made all the sacrifices demanded. He'd resigned his commission, moved out of his lodgings and into Lavenham House, bought the clothes and begun to play the part, but he breathed in deeply as he made for the square. The night air was redolent of soot, actually, and damp, with a hint of something indefinably green about it that couldn't be mistaken for anything other than the smell of springtime in England. It took him less time than he would have thought before he was pushing open the gate, considering the state of his leg for which small mercy he was truly thankful. He might be able to find a measure of peace if he could only stretch out on one of the benches and look up at the night sky through a tracery of leaves. Thanks to Mortimer's ignominious demise, he'd become a lord, and, as the last hope of the Cathcarts, he was going to have to find a bride. A bride worthy of becoming the next Countess of Lavernham. To that end, tonight, he'd attended his first ball since he'd become Lord Ledbury. He gave an involuntary shudder as his mind flashed back to the glittering ballroom, the eager faces of the matchmaking mamas who'd clustered round him, the horrible feeling of being under siege. And, God damn it! but wouldn't you know it, with the way his evening had been going, when he finally reached the bench on which he'd set his heart, he found it already occupied by a strapping redcoat and a somewhat reluctant female, to judge by the way she was beating at his broad shoulders with her clenched fists while he carried on kissing her. He acted without thinking. Take your hands off her! His voice, honed through years of bellowing orders across parade grounds, made them both jump. The soldier turned to scowl at Lord Ledbury over his shoulder. This is none of your business, he snarled. I am making it my business, he retorted. This sort of behaviour is completely un- He broke off, stunned to silence, when he caught sight of the female who was struggling to disentangle herself from the redcoat's determined grasp. It was Lady Jane Chilcote. He'd seen her earlier, at the ball he'd attended, and immediately asked his host who she was, for she was, without a doubt, the prettiest creature he'd ever clapped eyes on. Berry, the former school friend whose sister's come-out ball it was, had pulled a face. That, he'd said scathingly, is Lady Jane Chilcot, otherwise known as Chilblain Jane. Lucy is in raptures to have her attend tonight, since she normally only goes to the most select gatherings. Her grandfather is the Earl of Caxton. 
pretty high in the instep himself. And you'll only have to observe her behavior for half an hour to see why she's earned the sobriquet. He'd promptly changed his mind about asking for an introduction, taken a seat, and Berry's advice. He'd watched her. It had not taken quite half an hour to agree that she did look as though she was regretting coming to a place that was frequented by people so far beneath her in station. At least, that was what he had assumed then. But now, as he studied the insignia that proclaimed the lowly rank of the soldier who'd been kissing her so passionately, he revised his opinion. He had thought, from her refusal to dance with any of the men who'd been falling over themselves to break through her icy reserve, that she was as cold and proud as Berry had warned him she was. But she did not look proud now. She looked like a...